Hello Apaches, thank you so much for listening in to our second episode of the Arcadia Unified Student Podcast, brought to you by the students in Arcadia High School's Digital Communications Internship, or DCI for short. My name is Jeffrey, and I'm the host. Today we will have an interview with Constitution team member Frank Lee, along with a special segment of 10 Things to Do in LA. So I will be teleporting from my house living room to a galaxy far, far away, to my brother's room. Yeah, I know. So I couldn't get any cool people on this podcast, so I had to settle for my brother. So, let's start off this podcast with nine questions with Frank. Say hi, Frank. Hello. Alright, Frank. So, first and foremost, I wanted to ask you about uh, Constitution Teams, uh, also known as Gov Teams. So, what do you, what exactly do you do in Gov Team? We study the Constitution from um, different perspectives. And so, there's six groups called units, and we study the Constitution from six different aspects. Okay, cool. So, can you tell me what the units, the names of the units are in GovTeam and what unit you're in? Um, I mean, we just call each of the units by like numerical, so unit 1, unit 2, unit 3. Um, I'm personally in unit 4. Okay, so, uh, what does your unit, um, what does your unit, uh, focus on about the Constitution? Uh, we focus on... Um, basically the interactions between the three branches of federal government as long as well as the interactions between state governments and federal government which is called federalism okay this sounds pretty cool but uh, can you tell me who are eligible for to, uh, to enter gov team basically when at the end of junior year you can try out to um, basically uh, you could try out for gov team okay so um, so what about if you don't get into gov team what classes can you take then you can, um, GovTeam shows up on the transcript as AP US government, so um, you can either take the regular AP US government class, AP CompGov, or you can take the regular US Gov or regular um, CompGov classes. Okay, so um, now let's focus on your experiences in GovTeam. Uh, what's the, what would you say is the best thing that you've learned in GovTeam? Um, I think GovTeam really prepares you to become a more informed citizen, like, and it also, um, it also kind of explains why, um, certain things such as, like, legislation, such as, like, um, gun control legislation don't happen as fast as people seem to want them to happen. Okay, so, um, GovTeam is an academic team, right? So, what are competitions like? Um, competitions are like, so basically we're given three, um, questions before the competition and this will come out like a couple months before. And so we write up a prepared response, a four minute prepared response to those. And then after that, the judges have a few minutes to basically give us any free response questions, um, related to our written response. And they can ask us anything about like current events or what the framers thought or anything in between and kind of probe our thoughts on that. Well, okay, so um, you have to write something up for it, right, though, right? So what would you say is the time commitment for GovTeam? Um, definitely it starts okay, but it definitely picks up. Um, I will say, like, after the regional competition, um, the workload does increase, so it takes away kind of, kind of some time from um, college applications. And um, I know the weeks, like, before state, um, my unit would meet, um, like after school like once a day for like uh for like five or six days in a row so it is kind of quite a bit of time commitment okay so would you still say it's worth it definitely 
All right, so you said that GovTeam um, has helped you to become a more informed citizen, right? So how, how would that help you in the future? Um, I mean, like we live in a society where everything is super fast paced, but we, we still need to kind of sometimes slow down and maintain the foundations of our society, right? So whether that's maintain like the democracy that we live in through jury duty, through voting, all right, so last but not least, um, from zero to 10, how would you rate your experiences in GovTeam? 11. 11? All right, uh, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you, Frank. And now we have Lulin with 10 things to do in LA. Want to see behind the scenes of all the movie making magic? Then be sure to take the studio tour at Universal Studios Hollywood, which is located in Universal City, just northwest of Hollywood in the Hollywood Bowl. There are also rides and amusement based on one of the most popular characters and scenes in television and film, such as Jurassic Park, Simpsons, and the Transformers. Ah, it sure is a nice day out today. Just the perfect weather to visit Santa Monica Beach. Santa Monica Beach is located just west of downtown Los Angeles and includes the home of the famous one and only Santa Monica Pier. You can enjoy the area while cruising on a bicycle or enjoying the beautiful view from the top of the Ferris wheel in Pacific Park. If you're looking for a fun day to spectate the views of Los Angeles in the Hollywood sign, explore exhibits, look through telescopes, and see live shows in the Austin Planetarium, then you should visit the Griffith Observatory and Park. Ever wondered where some of the hottest celebs go to lunch? Then you should eat at Earth Cafe. You can enjoy some organic coffee, salads, pastas, and so much more, sit in or to go. And hey, you might even see Kanye. Next up, located on Wilshire Boulevard in the Miracle Mile vicinity of LA, we have the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, aka LACMA. The museum is the largest art museum in all of western United States, which houses more than 100,000 pieces of art. It's not only family friendly, but picture friendly as well. Want to see Beyonce but realize that you'll never meet Beyonce because Beyonce is Beyonce? Well, the next best thing is to come on over to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Catch a look at all the celebrity stars. You may not ever get the opportunity to meet them, but at least you'll know you're stepping on something they once stepped on too. If you're ever in the mood to spend all of your money, then be sure to shop into Drop at Rodeo Drive. Located just west of downtown Los Angeles, Rodeo Drive is the place where you can drop all of those dollar signs at famous name brands such as Gucci and Louis Vuitton. Also, be ready to spend $500 on a sushi dinner, but don't worry, a couple of months in debt is totally worth the fun. Located on Grand Avenue in downtown Los Angeles, philanthropist Eli Broad financed the $140 million building to give his artwork and collections a home, also known as the Broad. The Broad is where you'll see some really cool art pieces and you should definitely check them out. Snap or post them on Instagram while you're at it too. Fabric, fabric, and more fabric. This must mean you're in the fashion district. There's no better place to get some fashion motivation than the fashion district here in Los Angeles. There are multiple blocks filled with fabric stores, wacky clothing, and unique people that will get you inspired to dress up or design your next piece of clothing. Not too far from the fashion district, there's the one and only art district. From art pieces on the wall to sculptures and graffiti, the art district is one of the best places to take pictures and check out the most visited walls in the county. New art is always being added to the district, so it never gets old. This has been Lulan Yu with 10 places you should visit in Los Angeles, and I hope you enjoyed. This will conclude this episode for this week. 
Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to our first interview and special segment on this podcast. There's surely more to come next week, so if you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. This is Jeffrey, signing off.